Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio did you guys get hit with any snow yet uh, no, it's like the warmest it's been in weeks, and it's sunny and gorgeous. Yeah, last last week was like full spring around here, which usually like you know mid fifties during the day, and so like all the snow melted, mm-hmm. and then it was like, all right, uh, shelter down. There's going to be a snowstorm coming through, and it's like dusted one morning, and then back to fifty degrees. There's less snow than before the snowstorm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like. I don't know, September, October, or something like that outside. <laughs> Did Denver oh, wait, get I, anything? I know that Denver they were supposed got like to. Four but... feet. I, I, yeah, I just got like an alert that like Denver and parts of Wyoming got like four feet today. Oh yeah, must have skipped us completely because it's like gorgeous and sunny and like t-shirt weather outside right now. Yeah, we've, we've been hit with the same thing. I think we're around anywhere between 50 and 60 degrees the last couple days. I think tomorrow's supposed oh. to go down to 39 and then rain. But, like, the rest of the week is, like, really nice. I'm like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been seven uh, for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not falling for the, the spring just yet. But if it continues into April, we might consider. <laughs> might consider putting her snow boots away. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, put all my kids' uh, snow jackets into storage in the basement today. So I'm, I'm guessing we're going to get hit with a foot of snow this week. Oh, um, yeah, this week. Because I, maybe took, I put it away. Uh, we need to yeah. take the uh, the cover off the truck and then it'll yeah. dump to your feet yeah. usually how it works <laughs> damn you bastards okay I'm right. ready because I'm fired up yeah. for this one alright let's do it <clears throat> Woo! everything I
Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I am pre-annoyed. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are kicking off Jesus Month. Yeah, we are. Yeah, with 2004's The Passion of the Christ. I was going to say, a lot less fucking than I was expecting based right? on the title. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, him and Mary Magdalene getting it on. <laughs> uh, but babe, we're not alone for this one. Oh, geez, I didn't put on pants. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, because we have Jason from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Welcome, Jason. I hate you all. You volunteered. You fool. You fell for a trap. <laughs> That's not very Christian of me to say, but I hate you all. <laughs> I hope you burn in hell for this. <laughs> I, I hate you with the heat of a thousand suns. Oh yeah. my god. Oh. Can I go back? What did we watch last time? Uh, Gone in 60 seconds. Can we just redo that one? <laughs> Can we just... <laughs> Please. All right. So Nicolas Cage as, as Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi is uh, Judas. <laughs> You, you think he's Judas? Yeah. Wait, yeah, did Jesus so. have a brother that keeps fucking him over? Uh, Jerry Christ? Is that a, <laughs> is that who we're going to cast Giovanni as? George. <laughs> I think it's George. Uh, Delroy oh. Lindo is Pontius, Pi- Pon- uh, Pontius Pilate. Um, oh, I'm in. Uh, I- I'm down for this. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, I like where this yeah, is going. <laughs> yeah, Let's, Can we watch that movie instead? <laughs> who, uh, Angeline Jolie is uh, the um, prostitute Very that Jesus Mag- saves. Yeah, Mary Magdalene. Or, or the mom go. that's like five years older oh, than her yeah. son. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my all right, god. All right, all right. Guys, Virgin Mary. guys, guys, before we get into this, I don't know about you guys, I'm a little sober. I'm I mean, way thirsty. too sober right. to talk about this movie. And uh, J- Jason, are you drinking anything on your end? Uh, I already had one. I'm going to go up sometime today <laughs> during this podcast to get my second one. I'm drinking truly twist or truly iced tea. Uh, lemon. I got lemon. It's oh, brand nice. new that I saw. So truly like the fruity drinks, uh, they came no. out with I- iced tea instead of hard lemonade. They got hard iced tea now. Oh, yeah. All right. It was like 5%, something like that. Yeah, I think so. It's like four and a half, That's, I think. Sounds about right. <laughs> well, Jason, I just want you to know, because we are celebrating oh, the king it. of kings. No. We have the king of beers with us. Yes. <laughs> Budweiser. Why are you doing this to me? Why it's, do you hate me? Babe, drink of this bud, for it is the, my blood. Oh, and, I don't uh, want to drink any blood. Yeah, Budweiser. Uh, Let me ask you this. Is, is that like regular Budweiser or Bud Light, or are you doing Budweiser? Uh, we have Budweiser. Oh. Just regular Budweiser right now. And we also I... have a Bud Light Platinum that I've been threatening to pull out on her, so we might <laughs> that might be later in the month. You know I, I don't like mind the Bud Light Platinum. We did yeah, not yeah. purchase these Budweisers. Oh, these yeah. were gifted to us by a very sweet neighbor who does not drink, but apparently keeps having people come over and leave drinks with him. So he just keeps <laughs> every time he cleans his house, he brings yeah. us like a sack of. <laughs> Weird, terrible Utah beers, yeah, and then Budweiser. Yeah, exactly. Like once a week, it's like, yeah, here's a twelve pack, and it's like, what was it like, eight Budweisers and like four you went to Trader IPAs, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I think uh, a couple Coors Lights every once in a while. Yeah, his sons have terrible taste. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shout out to Dennis. <laughs> so I had a poker game in November of 2019. 
before the pandemic. <laughs> and in my mini fridge in the basement is still Coors Light from somebody that brought that over. I can't. Because yeah, nobody's going to drink that. <laughs> what was the beer we had in our fridge in the Presidio for like eight years? Oh, and even the roommates didn't touch it. Yeah, I want to say it was oh. like my dad brought it over oh, or something. Oh, it was an Odell's, but it was an alcoholic That's Odell's. That's right. Yeah, it was. Or, or, or Odell's. Or Odell's? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was yeah. just sitting in the back of the fridge, and like none of the roommates would ever touch it. Like we, we, I just put it in there, just you know, hoping like, oh yeah, roommates gonna take it when they come home drunk or whatever. They wouldn't touch it. No, and, and no, then they I, kept drinking the same bottle of water they thought was vodka and then topping it off, yeah. but they wouldn't touch that Odul. And then I think we just threw it away when it was like, oh, this thing's like six years old. Uh, yeah, we're just chucking it. By the way, guys, the best way to like hide vodka from roommates if you have like an, a bar out. Get a get an empty bottle of Sky Vodka because that's a fancy bottle that'll try you know it's shiny and it's blue and it'll get their attention and then you get the actual bottle of like just Kirkland, you put the bottle of Kirkland at the back, you put the Sky at the front, they'll just keep topping off their own water, yeah. <laughs> thinking they're getting shit faced. Oh, uh, roommate tips. You did that We're for what like six years? Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that when I have the next poker night, I literally am going to bust out those Coors Lights to my buddy, and it's going to be like two and a half years at that point. And I, yeah. I don't think. Yes. I'll be honest. You're not going to change. It's not going to taste different. It's Coors Light. Ugh. Let him know that they're uh, they're cold aged. Yeah, yeah. I, cold, I put them in the barrel. <laughs> they're they're barrel aged. They're fine. They're fine. So oh. well, well, on that note, uh, allow me one moment while I pop my top. His top. Nice, nice little twist up on this one. <laughs> no, it's a Budweiser. Put it back on. Put it back no. on. <laughs> Evil. That's why it's a twist top, so you can put it back. <laughs> you take a sip and be like, nope. Not for me. All right, and the pour. This is a clear beer. It has a, uh, it's the color of a well-hydrated human's urine. Um, it's got tiny white bubbles that are dissipating quickly because... Tiny bubbles dissipate quickly. <laughs> it's carbonated water. Um, yeah, no, I'm already biased. Uh, actually, I'm not going to the smell of this is better than I thought. Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't have any skunky aroma, a little bit of green apple. Yeah, it's really... forward. That's like really the only flavor on it almost is like a little bit of green apple and there's like a little hint of... A little bit of hint of corn. Caramel or... It's yeah, corn. Yeah, or it, yeah <laughs> corn and rice. I don't know. Are you sure Are you you're not say... drinking a Zima with a Jolly Rancher in there? Mm. No, no, no. It's it's not as good as a Zima. Yeah, okay. Like, no, no. <laughs> no mm. I, I'm not going to lie. This is much better than I thought it was going to be and this is... I would drink this all day over the last fucking Corona I had. Uh, yeah. Nasty ass. Every time Izzy cries, a Corona gets its lime. <laughs> Ooh, topical. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but guys, it's the passion of the Christ. This <sighs> this cultural phenomenon. I managed to avoid this like my entire oh, life. This, this is was my your first, first time. time watching this ever. I'd avoided this my whole life. I avoid Jesus movies though. Oh, this well, month, Steve, we now have something to rival super sexy sequel September. Because <laughs> these are not my movies. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Like this is the beginning of the month. All of these movies are exactly the same. They're always super pretentious. Everybody in it. I like, I know it's like literally a Bible movie, but everybody's like too pious in that. And it's like, does no, like, 
you always like hear about like oh yeah no people doubted themselves but then the, then god told them it was good nobody in these movies ever fucking doubts themselves they're like no god he's in me and i'm like apparently there's no god in me well there's other jesus movies coming up that may be a little different interpretation uh jason was this your first time watching this movie let me tell you this okay <laughs> so my co-host jeff used to work at the movie theater and every thursday night or the or tuesday night depending on when the movies came out he would call me up and i would go up and watch these movies before they came out to the public because he needed to make sure the film was okay so me and a couple of my co-hosts would always go up and a couple other friends and we would have the theater to ourselves because it would be like 11 o'clock at night and we would do a mystery science theater on pretty much every single film that we saw because we saw a lot of bad ones. Nice. This is the only one that I got that we showed up and we literally said nothing. We couldn't because we were just sitting there like, uh, how do we make fun of this? So you then, were so, so, in- so enthralled in the story and the score no. and the, the character dynamics that were, what, what? Well, and he was there, like uh, like many people, who was just like, God damn, uh, Mel Gibson lost a ton of weight and really, like, <laughs> is just killing this, right? Well, <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. I Until I watched it, like, a year <laughs> after it came out. I totally thought Mel Gibson was playing Jesus, and I was like, wow, he's unrecognizable in these trailers. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I just kept thinking, man, that guy from Frequency lost a lot of weight. Oh, oh, God, Frequency! <laughs> so, here's the thing. That's not how it ends, though. So, the, we always had a bet every movie that we saw. This bet was how many times Jesus was whipped. And oh, that was going into the theater. Uh, we, I think the highest somebody had was like 80. Um... I will let you know, I think we stopped counting at 270. Uh, yeah. So then, yeah. six months That's later... That's the second act of the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then, six months later, I get a phone call from Jeff. Hey, I need you to come up and watch a movie with me. Oh, great. What are we watching? The edited version of Jesus' uh, Passion of the Christ. And I'm like, what? Because they had to do an edited version for kids to watch. So, yeah. this is now my... Third time watching this piece of crap film, <laughs> and I'm not appreciative of this. This is a piece of crap. Well, two, your, your second and a half time, because the edited version was, you know, regular speed, so it was cut down to like 42 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, oh, when this movie started, we were like <laughs> 20 minutes in, and it was nothing but slow-mo. I said, to, I've never seen this movie before, but I was like, Steve, is this a movie we can watch it what, uh, two, like one and a half times? Yeah. And the look on Steve's face was, hmm. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Can you read fast? Because there's a lot of subtitles in this bitch. Wait, wait, um, wait. Are, 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 are all the subtitles going to be like, oh, I think he's the Messiah. No, no, uh, I don't think he is the Messiah. Should okay. we whip him? We okay. should whip him. The end. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't want to kill him. You kill him. I don't, okay. All right, guys, guys. All right. Let's get a little background on this movie, shall we? No. <laughs> Can you take him to the drink? From writer-director Mel Gibson. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> I I mean, we all know him as the actor, but do you know him as the writer-director? The director of Man Without a Face? Eyes have Without ever, a Face. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, it's it's an interesting one. It, it's like kids... Uh, uh, Is that one also super anti-Semitic? What? No. <laughs> hey, Mel Gibson <laughs> did that? <laughs> 
because man, man without a face movie, yeah he doesn't have a face this but movie, that's Mel we're Gibson. gonna get into it uh, but i'm gonna guess they didn't get the jewish audience well uh, and then he also did braveheart everybody loves braveheart right yeah never seen not it. a jew in sight you've never seen braveheart no i haven't i've never seen it okay <laughs> Okay, Braveheart's actually really good. That's why it won like eight Academy Awards, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, Mel Gibson can make movies. Let's give him a blank check." All right, and right, wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him to watch this the way that, like, because I know the way to his heart. You're gonna get a bunch more references from like Simpsons and stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anytime you see somebody with blue paint on their face, are you just like, "Huh, that's a weird choice." Uh, I've seen his speech in Braveheart, so I feel like I've seen it, right? Okay, that's pretty much. That's most of it. Yeah. Does he die in <laughs> Braveheart? Yeah, some men are longer than others. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, but then he made this, and then Apocalypto. Oh. I love that movie. I don't know about you guys. I don't think I saw that. Like uh, Mayans, circa I don't know, fifteen oh two or something like didn't, that. You know what? I didn't. <laughs> watch it because somebody i i was gonna watch it with somebody it started and i thought it was the gods must be crazy and i had seen that and so uh, i went and did something else all right yeah i don't know but it's not uh, nothing like gods must be crazy <laughs> i'm just gonna tell you that right now i, I thought ten thousand bc was better than apocalypto interesting yeah uh, I, apparently... I, I can't back that up i can't i've never seen apocalypto <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah okay but 10,000 bc versus year one is that the one with jack oh, black and... God, yeah, you... <laughs> didn't year one have like the giant spiders or something like that there's something odd in it like yeah 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 i don't know i, I watched journey to the center of the earth yeah <laughs> uh but yeah mel gibson uh, he also directed hacksaw ridge which came out a couple years ago mm-hmm. anybody see that Nope. Uh, it's right. been a while, but yes, that was actually decent. I thought. Yes, yeah, uh, Andrew Garfield, right? Is the, yes. the main guy in it? Yeah. Does he hate Mondays? <laughs> <laughs> but he loves lasagna, is he? So it's really odd. <laughs> you mean to tell me Andrew Garfield hates Mondays and loves lasagna? Bojack Rabbit's a cheat. Oh, but the screenplay for this movie, both pages of it, comes from Benedict Fitzgerald. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, apparently he did a TV movie version of Heart of Darkness in 1993. Uh, two episodes of In Cold Blood, whatever that is. Two episodes of Moby Dick, uh, I guess like a TV miniseries or something. Mm-hmm. And this, and that's it. So he likes torture porn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Surprised there's no boats in this movie. Because that's what this movie is. This movie is torture porn. This movie is is for for Christian closeted BDSM people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you Christian? Did you like Saw? We got a movie for you. <laughs> I want to see that. On it's the okay. Poster. You got hard because it was for Jesus. Oh God. The working title: Holy Hostel. <laughs> eh? All right. <laughs> Uh, but guys, no one ever stays more than one night in Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> but you can come back in three days now. <laughs> so, as mentioned, Jim Caviezel, yes, the guy from Frequency, as Jesus. <laughs> Somebody saw Frequency and said, "That's my guy." That's the guy. That's the one I want. <laughs> that's our. That's our holy savior right there. <laughs> Oh, and uh, let's see. We have Maya Morgenstern as Mary. And guys, 
Monica Bellucci as Mary Magdalene. Not enough Bellucci in this movie. You don't even get to see the face until like 40 minutes in. So, so disappointing. (laughs) Like, uh, where is what we're going to get to it. But in other movies, we get to watch a whole train get run on Mary Magdalene. Where's that scene Uh, with (laughs) Monica Bellucci? Okay. (laughs) So, so honestly, in the story of Jesus, the passion of the Christ takes place over the last 10 minutes of most movies. Yeah, it's like the last 10 minutes of Jesus' life stretched out to three fucking hours. It was two hours, babe. It was it two was hours three. and six minutes, and it felt like four hours and 20 minutes. And Even at a quarter days. speed, it was only two hours. It was 75 days. It's, it's been we watched this movie. Years. We watched this movie longer than Jesus wandered in the desert. Oh, <laughs> you definitely know, ain't more needed. I, I, I was in the same boat, like, at a certain point, like when they're whipping him, I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going to be a good critic. I'm going at one and a half speed as well. And then I got through the whipping and I'm like, oh my God, there's like 59 minutes left. I was like, no. <laughs> there's still no. an hour of this fucking movie. Oh my God. What else are you um, going to do? We'll get to it. But there was a point where I literally screamed at the TV, die already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I'm like, babe, babe, there's still like 25 <laughs> minutes left. You can't be screaming that at the screen. I, oh. I believe it was, oh my God, just die already. <laughs> it, it, Are you going to die for our sins or not? <laughs> Come on, some of us have shit to do. Uh, I did not realize, like, when I saw it in the theaters, like, maybe because we were all intent on not making fun of it just so we didn't look like the asshole. Obviously, that changed on the second time we watched it. But uh, on the first time, I'm like, I didn't feel like it was that long. And then when I was watching it, oh, my God. It was... It's excruciating. Oh. So let me ask you this. So (laughs) this is going to sound bad. So I watched over half of this film while I was exercising. Like, I was was riding the bike. And... (laughs) As God intended. Yes. (laughs) And I had subtitles on no matter... Just so I could... So I didn't miss anything. So... I was riding the bike and watching this for most of it. And I'm like, I didn't realize, was there actual subtitles in the movie that wasn't subtitled? Um, okay, so here's the thing. There are subtitles for some of it. And then other parts, I think they said, fuck it. Yeah. We'll just move on. You, you can you, figure you it out. You guys get the idea. Because it's usually like one of the Romans like yelling something at him or whatever. Mm. And it's like, oh, Don't what do you say? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, God, damn, these guys Joe. are putting yeah. in a lot of Starbucks orders while yeah. whipping Jesus. <laughs> venti, venti. <laughs> I apologize. Carmel I didn't mean subtitles. I meant closed caption i did closed caption i apologize that's what i meant oh so. so you were reading the aramaic yeah no it's subtitled in english yeah i know that <laughs> yeah you know what at this point it would have mattered nothing it would have it would have changed the plot yeah basically you get the gist i mean okay. it's not like a super complicated story by any means i mean i'm gonna go ahead and guess you've heard the story of jesus yeah yeah i mean it's yeah, it's not exactly like there's a huge twist at the end where it's like, and now he's back for revenge. No, uh, he built the high table. He built a table. That oh was god. High. Okay. 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 Oh. okay. Guys, we're gonna start this movie. All right. So yeah. So there's the Aramaic subtitles to everything. Keep that in mind, people. If you're gonna watch uh... this movie, you're gonna do a lot of reading. But you know, and apparently, if you're gonna watch this movie, at least don't go to church to the next week. Like you've already put in your time for the week. Uh, yes, and I want to start off with this was advertised as being fully historically correct, oh, yeah. which is, was Wait. what I was remembering about it. And I was 
honestly what caught my eye was sort of the um was the costuming the costuming was pretty good like yeah. they're very basic but like there's a lot of textures and all of that and so i was like oh is this so i looked it up mel gibson thinks it's uh, historically accurate According to historians, this is wildly inaccurate on every single level, including the Aramaic is not even correct. Yeah, sh- they should have done the uh, the language that Shatner did in that one movie. Oh, oh, uh, uh, um, uh, Escalante? That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Or Esperanza. Esperanza, that's it, yeah, Esperanza. Yeah. <laughs> Escalante, I think, of... is a Cadillac. I think so. <laughs> I- I'll be honest, if they spoke Klingon in this movie, it wouldn't have made a difference. Oh, God. I, especially when the, the 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 Jewish temple guys are talking, I'm like, I'm I'm I am totally waiting for the the general the the evil general guy from Deep Space Nine to yes, come out and say, <laughs> Oh my God, I was waiting for Worf. Is he in there? <laughs> Is he there? He oh, he was been. definitely in the background somewhere. Uh, he, he was too dark to be in this movie. Yeah, I would say, uh, unlike other versions, which spoiler alert, we were going to be doing. There's not even one black guy in this. No, no, there, there was the one uh, gilded in gold in the corner in uh, oh, King Herod's uh, That's right. They playroom or whatever. Yeah. At least he didn't even, have Jesus. Even he looks at you like, I don't know why I'm in this movie. They went full Goldfinger on him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I liked in the beginning when they're in the garden and uh, they flash to Judas turning Jesus over, basically telling them the high priest where he's at. And the priest, the high priest, throw the 30 gold coins or whatever at him in a in a little pouch, and they spill everywhere. And I'm like... Yeah, it's in hey. super slow motion, and yeah. the guy still, like, drops it, like, oh, got it, I wasn't expecting oh. that, you know? The first thing I thought was, hey, asshole, why don't you just hand it to him? Like, <laughs> you know? Because he wants nothing to do with this traitor. Uh, no, no. I'm All sorry. right, well, we got to get back. We got to we got to start this movie because Steve has opinions right off the bat. Oh, okay. Good. So, so when we start off, it's a nice foggy night in Jerusalem, which I assume those might exist. I don't know. The, the climate there is different in every movie I've ever seen with it. And uh, we see Jesus mumbling to himself in the middle of a forest, and I'm like, "All right, all right." <laughs> And uh, he wakes up his his drunk buddies next to him. <laughs> I guess he's uh, like, "Hey guys, wake up! Uh, I, I I feel like something's gonna happen." And uh, she's about to go down, bro. And yeah, and then and this is when you know we we then cut across town or whatever to Judas selling out his boy, and uh, and then Jesus is like, "All right, I'm gonna start praying because yeah, I don't know what's going on," and then powder comes to question him <laughs> i think that's yep, the devil yep, that was... oh yeah it's, I, yeah oh no, it, that, it does look was, like powder that, that was my my first thing was like oh i didn't know powder was in this movie <laughs> and my husband choked on his drink yeah <laughs> was that paul bettany I, no uh it, it was like some i i want to say it was like somebody with like a polish name or like somebody i'd never heard of John Kaczynski. But somebody with a distinctive face, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Gibson, there's a albino hanging out around the soundstage. Get him in. Put him in. He's the devil. Put him in. Go ahead, get him. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it came down to. Throw on Dar- Darth Maul's cape and... Uh... <laughs> I mean, come on. If they wanted a good, solid devil, they needed to get Viggo Mortensen in on this. Yeah. Oh. That's my devil, okay? I love you more than Jesus. 
Oh my god, that just slid in. <laughs> oh, and this movie starts out, I swore it started out in English, and he said something about, like, like it's going to be a dark night or something. Yeah. And then, but then it's like, oh, no, yeah. that's not what he said, but that is sort of what he said in Aramaic? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's definitely some of the things, like, I think they... I'm sure they like memorized their lines phonetically and then like halfway through forgot it. So then just like, uh, there's definitely like some English. Nitorino is, is a, uh, uh, Cristo, you know, and just kind of Scarlet Witch in WandaVision keeps her accent in the Marvel universe more than these guys do. Let's just be real. Oh, Oh, in Scarlet Witch, they they make a comment on it and it's pretty spectacular. (laughs) It's like, you know what? That's all they needed. An acknowledgement. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so so paul bettany vision comes out uh, yeah he's like questioning jesus and he's basically like you know it's all in aramaic so it's it, it everything anybody says in this movie sounds sinister even the good guys because it's like yes i love you too mother yeah it's like wait what it reminded me a lot of there's an episode of the simpsons when Lisa, I think it's when she takes the wrong bus or something, but she ends up in Little Russia. Oh, yeah. And she's like, do you guys know which way it is to the museum? It's just like, it's right around the corner, little girl. Yeah, they got their arms flailing around. and like looks like they're yelling at each other. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's two blocks down. Eh, two or three blocks down. Yeah. Bam. We had a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh god! And then uh, a snake comes out from under, you know, Powder's robe. <laughs> yeah, Dick Snake. But uh, Jesus ain't dealing with that. He stomps on that bitch. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> curves the curve. Curve for that yeah. for that thing. An animal was hurt during the making of this. The snake. It was dead. Never again. Oh, totally. Oh, they killed that snake for yes. sure. This did not have any Peta, Peta things. Mel Gibson's <laughs> like, fuck Peta. I don't need Peta. Well, they'll, they'll give, they're like, uh, Mr. Gibson, for like 50 grand, we can just CGI a snake. Like, I'm saving my money. Stop. Get out of here, Save sugar Give me tits. another one. Let's do it again. Go get me some coffee, sugar tits. Thanks, Mr. Yeah. Gibson. <laughs> it's like you were in the director's commentary. Anyway. Uh, so... Yeah, and then the yeah the soldiers show up, and it's weird. Like the soldiers show up, like, "Hey, you, Jesus!" And Judas is there, and he's like, "Oh shit, I, I forgot to run away before the soldier oh, oh, shows up." Et tu, Brute? Yeah, right. And they're like, "No, no, no, you stay up up front." I, I <laughs> hey, you, him to you know. point out, point out Jesus. <laughs> which which one of these bros with a beard is Jesus? You know, uh, he's the skinny one who has been eating in forty hasn't eaten in forty days. Ah, okay. <laughs> And then there's just a lot of like slow mo staring. Like half of the movie is like them just like looking at each other. And I know it's supposed to be like how you know silently like how could you do this to me? And you're just looking back like oh scared. But it's like just a lot of staring. Like soldiers just like randomly looking around. And it's yeah. By the way, you put the right music with this, and uh, this is like the greatest gay lover movie ever. All the like long okay. stairs and uh, slow mo. What, what music would you put in there, babe? Oh, I don't know. What uh, I mean, it's raining men feels a little uh on the nose. Rock me like <laughs> Maybe a hurricane. Maybe just like Baker Street. Do, do, yeah. do, oh do, shit! Do. Careless whisper. Careless whisper. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Dude, I'm never gonna dance again. 
<laughs> Who sings that one, <laughs> Jason? Uh, that would be the monkeys. <laughs> Take the last train to Clarksville. That's the Beatles. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so yeah, lots of slow-mo going on. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And there's, like, like Judas, like, runs up on him and, like, kisses him. And yeah. Jesus oh, is like, passionate kiss. Yeah, you betray the son of man with a kiss? <laughs> I was waiting for him to bitch slap him like Wayne Brady does. I was waiting, like, for Jesus yeah. just to get the backhand there. Like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> now turn the other cheek. <laughs> But you know what? Yeah. Peter is a very good disciple. He comes. He's the only one that came packing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Peter's like, ready to cut a bitch. I, my, one of my favorite. The only time slow mo was appropriate was when he like clocks the the soldier dude with, with like the knife with the sword in it or whatever. You see the yeah. like three hundred style like. <laughs> if the movie was more three hundred, I would be intrigued by this. But it wasn't. That was the only part of three hundred. He, he cuts the ear of Malchus. That's a heck of a name. So there you go. Very religious person. Or Wikipedia. <laughs> I can see it. But yeah, but of course, Jesus is like, hey, everybody, calm down. And like, I I know like in other movies, he like grabs uh, Malchus's ear and like superpowers it on there or whatever. Yeah. And this one, he just seems to like look at it like, oh, yeah, it's bleeding. Eh, you'll be fine. <laughs> rub some dirt on it or something gorilla glue if, yeah oh yeah there you go yeah if you if you live by the sword you die by the sword all right you guys can take me away so they're like instantly like throwing chains and shit on them giving them a little stop resisting arrest like that kind of shit yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say this movie would be an hour shorter if they would just stop beating him on the way to different places like just let him get yeah. there you can beat him there that's fine but don't beat him on the way it just slows everything down yeah, that 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 ruins your day. Like you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to get home and watch that you know TGIF lineup or whatever. And step by step, <laughs> hanging with Mr. Cooper, fe- uh, Full yeah. House, and Perfect Strangers. Oh, they were thicker us. Yeah. Uh-uh. Meanwhile, across town, uh, Mary wakes up, and uh, I'm like, oh, good. It's, that's got to be Mary Magdalene, right? Because you know about the same age as Jesus yeah. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, no, that's the Mother Mary. Like. Oh. Hey, I mean, people had kids at like the age of nine then, because you died by like twenty-two. Oh boy! Unless you look to be like sixty-five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the actress is only six years older than Jim Caviezel. Yep, yep. Maya Morgenstern is six years older, and I was like, oh, that's actually surprising. That's more than I thought, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they actually picked a woman who is older. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I think Monica Bellucci was like six years older than her or something like that. I know like Monica was... Bellucci's the proper age. Yeah, yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess back then she would have been mid-30s. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and she would have been 12 when she had Jesus, which would be correct for the timeline. Well, there you go. If it bleeds, it can birth. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> get that out of my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, uh, Jesus gets roughed up on the way to uh, whatever... Oh, um, oh, and there's the whole scene where like Judas is like hiding in a crevasse and stuff like from the soldiers and Jesus like sees him because you know he gets like knocked out like stumbles upon him and it's like oh don't worry I, I won't turn you in but it's like you know again one of those long slow-mo stairs he doesn't turn him in Steve but he sends a, a gang of kids after Judas like I think that's even worse 
Like I mean, Jesus powder. didn't do Jesus that. Didn't that was. Are you that sure? Was, that was powder. My, it, yeah, powder it, sent those. That's, that's why they kept uh, those goddamn demon kids, dude. Uh, like, yeah, that that's, was, I'm not gonna lie. That's the best. In my story, Jesus for- sends them <laughs> as revenge. This is a Jesus revenge story. Is how I'm turning it. <laughs> Jesus well, revenge. I'll save it for the sequel because that's definitely <laughs> going to be brought up. But uh, yeah, and uh, like the whole thing I've written down, like, oh, okay, so the 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 temple arrested Jesus, not Rome or even mm-hmm. the king or anything like that. Okay, it was the Jews. The Jews came after a fellow Jew. Uh, all right, and then and then okay, we get our first flashback, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. you know Jesus being a carpenter making a table, and his mom's like confused, like. Oh, this table is too high and blah blah blah. Do you plan on standing? No, I have an idea. It's a thing called chairs. I haven't made them yet, but I'm totally inventing them. Jesus invented chairs, apparently. <laughs> Five fucking minutes talking about a high table and chairs. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> and I'm like, man, uh, I had no idea that that was in the Bible. <laughs> And I shall build a tiny stool of which you can perch your arms. Anyway. Uh, but uh, then we see the uh, quote-unquote trial of Jesus as, uh, I, I guess they just pull together a bunch of people in the middle of the night to just, I don't know, be like, hey, yeah, he says he can turn water into wine. And, uh, you know, he, he he says he brings love and peace. I say we kill him. You know? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, he brings love and peace. Yeah, let's kill this guy. Forget this. Yeah. Screw you. And then, and then I love how like there's like one or two of like the the priest guys or whatever that come up like, guys, th- th- this isn't against our laws, you know, confessing to like be loving, and they're like, get that asshole out of here. <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get <right>. out of here. <laughs> Come back on Monday during regular business hours, you punk. <laughs> And uh, this is where uh, I start. Well, Izzy started pointing out to me the uh, the, like orange contacts that he's wearing. Like, like Jesus, I I don't know if he's like glowing hazel eyes or something. So, so the color is amber, which is a very, that's like the rarest eye color is like this amber. Uh And it's like a dilute version of, of brown or whatever. It's usually overpowered by green. It becomes hazel or something. But it makes him look evil because with the color correcting and whatnot, he just has glowing red fucking eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe it was Jesus that sent the kids. No, I uh, told right? you. I told you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, basically the trial is: uh, Do you claim to be the Messiah? And he's like, Yeah, I, I, I am the Messiah. If that's what you want to call me, cool. And they're like, The verdict is death. And they start like slapping the shit out of him, like. Like everybody gets a slap, like these like single file line and slap, slap, slap. <laughs> I, I like how they say the verdict is death, but they can't they don't have the power to do it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when that comes up later, like what the fuck was the trial? Okay, it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> well, yeah, then we get the... Or you get a written warning. Don't do it again. It's one or the other. <laughs> It's going to be a hefty fine. We're going to take your table and your chairs. No, not the chairs. <laughs> you don't even know how to use them correctly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also get the scene where like Peter's there in the crowd and somebody's like, hey, hey, I've seen this guy at the, at the meetings, blah, blah, blah. He's no, one of the followers. No, no, not and, me. It's and my response me. would be, well, if that were the case, wouldn't that mean you were also there? Shit, run. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're the guy who apparently was at all the meetings and knows everybody. Maybe you're the guy. Oh, no. But yeah, Peter denies him. You know, it's a whole thing in the Bible, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> oh, you'll deny me three times or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, and then we cut to, I, I don't know, Judas, like, trying to give the money back. Like, here, take the money back and let just, him go. Just and they're him, like, Just for him. Nah, like, dude. He, like, he took over all of our exchange tables. and uh, like, a, That was a different movie. Well, that just happened in the Bible, too, oh, though. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus went and got got people big mad at him and told people, like, not pay their taxes and not pay exchange rates. And, oh. I mean, he didn't say no. eat the rich, but... Wait, did he say no taxation without representation, or was that something else? Mm, I'll have to double-check, but I'm pretty sure that was Jesus. <laughs> he did write Common Sense, the book, so I'll just let you know. Oh. <laughs> little fun fact there. <laughs> Super fun fact. Cause it's he fun actually wrote that. it at the table he was sitting at. The high <gasps> the table. The one he invented? Yes. Oh, uh, shit. Another fun fact. He also uh, invented the sectional couch. So, just like that. Ooh. Yeah. So. But he did invent the recliner, so it was very strange. No, and the futon was definitely an Asian. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I believe that came up uh, across the uh, the trade routes. I believe the eighth commandment was "Don't fuck with my ones" or "Thou shall not fuck with my ones." <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Uh, bread and butter, you're fucking with. <laughs> eat, eat this bread for it. It is my dick. <laughs> Hi, Pickles. Welcome to the uh, conversation. We've been, we've been having a joke that, like, if Steve was Jesus, he would have been crucified much sooner. Yeah. <laughs> eat this. Eat me as if I were this bread. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so what's happening? Oh, yeah, this is where, like, the shit kids are really harassing Judas. And they, like, yeah. basically turn into demons and start biting him and shit. And, yeah. I just like how everyone else has, like, a big story or... I guess somewhat of a story. There's not much of a script, but like they all have something to do. Like Mary's cleaning up blood. Peter is trying to hide from people and denouncing Jesus. Judas, he's getting beaten up by 10 year olds, like multiple 10 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually he just, you know, fucking hangs himself. And I'm like, all right, I, I guess. I I feel (laughs) like he had some other mental illness. If uh, beating again, bullied by 10 year olds, pushed him over the edge. I feel like there's something more going on. We need a prequel about Judas. I need a prequel. I need to know what's going on with him. I believe it's called Judas and the Black Messiah, now streaming on HBO Max. Wait. Oh, well shit. Well. Actually, that movie's fucking great. Check it out. <laughs> it really, really Check it out is. instead of Passion of the Christ. It should get all the money. Oh, it's so much better. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Judas hangs himself with a, a rope from a dead donkey. Yeah, more animal murder. That was a donkey? That was so we had to really, really dissect it. But as somebody who grew up on a farm, I'm pretty sure that was a donkey. Yeah, they're okay. quite fuzzy. I, I didn't have to dissect it. It was obviously a dead donkey. But I thought it might be a sheep, and that might be like it, a. But I was thinking more like it, it biblical was, references, because like yeah, it was like super pale and like yeah, you slap from it, the bottom and stuff. But, yeah. But yeah, and it laughs at him as he hangs. I'll be honest. At, th- at this point, <laughs> of the, at this point of the movie, I was actually envious of the donkey. I, I was right. a little envious. <sighs> yeah so uh so yeah jesus is brought to the romans and uh basically uh i, I guess pontius Pilate or whatever the head of the roman guard he's basically like the fuck is everybody doing here what's going on they're like ah oh, this man has committed crimes you should sentence him to death like wait what kind of crimes 
he he says he brings love and peace and he's the yeah. child of God and he blah, says blah, blah, he's blah. our messiah but like we're still waiting on our messiah because the last couple of messiahs uh, you sort of murdered and like put down that revolution so I guess we're running him past you Oh, so why don't you guys kill him? Oh, come on, you oh, know we can't sentence him to death. Our church doctrine doesn't let us sentence him to death. <laughs> we can just beat the shit out of him. Uh, we want you to kill him. And uh, Pontius's wife is like, oh, but I think he might actually be the son of God. Oh, and, and Pontius is like, oh, but Caesar already warned me twice. These Jews get out of line. <laughs> yeah, heads are going to roll. It's probably going to be mine. And yeah, there's a whole <laughs> lot of like, yeah, I'm not going to kill him, but, you know... Oh, that's right. They they even try like saying like, oh yeah, he keeps telling his followers to not pay you guys tribute, so he's fucking with your ones, and he's he's still like, y- yeah, well, okay, I but, guess. But did they pay their tributes? They did. Okay, well then, yeah, still no skin off my nose. Um, why don't you send him to that king who's been killing all the Jews? Yeah, right. <laughs> so then we smash cut to uh, Herod's little. Uh, Oh my know, God. party room or Herod's party room. <laughs> he reminded me of King Tut from the 1960s Batman TV show. Yes, v- Vincent Buono. I had written down uh, Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. Not, not Bubba Hotep? As <laughs> soon as I saw that, I was waiting for Batman and Robin to jump in with like, bam, slam. It was bad. Like, he looked awful in it. Like, the oh, they, King... did, they did a bad job. <laughs> yes. Uh, and this you is where know... we get our one black guy covered yep. in gold. Yes. Yep. He's a gold face. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will say, Steve, going back to your point about Punch's pilot, when he has all this rabble out in front of him, it did look like an old guy, like on Sunday morning, like, who's on my lawn now? God dang it, I gotta get up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Get off, get your baseball and get out of my yard. <laughs> Ooh, Clint Eastwood as Punch's pilot. <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> I got one crucifix. And we needed more you know. anti-Semitism in this movie. No, she says you're right. Uh, uh. <laughs> Come on, sugar tits. Give me the crucifix. <laughs> and get one for the director while you're at it. <laughs> Wait, I'm also directing this thing? Uh, no, mate. I'm going to be doing it. <sighs> Damn foreigners. I'm off the project. Damn foreigners are taking all the jabs. <laughs> Is anyone making frequency too? I'm kind of tired of being whipped. Shut up, Jim. Sorry. <laughs> Just because your initials are JC doesn't give you the role. I thought I, I got Jim this... Carrey on fucking standby. My agent said me and Scott Speedman were the next big things. Help. Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood. He was in Varsity Blues, wasn't he? Oh, no, uh, no, no, he's in important movies like Fast and Furious 7 and 8, I think. So, sorry, that was Scott Kahn. My bad. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. The, Same the, the other Scott of Hollywood royalty. <laughs> Tweaker. Whew. Okay, sorry, I digress. Uh, so, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, so King Tut, I'm sorry, King Herod basically tells him, like, no, he's just fucking crazy. Get him out of here. I'm not going to kill this guy. Whatever. Put, put him back on the streets where he belongs. And then, uh, yeah, Pontius Pilate and his wife, Claudia, have some chat about what is truth and all this, uh, whatever. Um, so then the uprising begins. And <laughs> oh. like, okay. and so yeah, they, the, they come back to Pontius Pilate's place. And they're like, uh, the king said he wasn't going to kill him either. We still king, really king think Harris you should. He's just a crazy dude and then got really drunk and somebody passed out. And Jesus didn't make any miracles. Uh, can you kill him for us? <laughs> 
And then, Jason, Jason what, what's Pontius Pilate's, like, King Solomon-esque uh, way for them to choose the fate of Jesus? Well, you can either kill him, who's done nothing wrong except pissed off a couple of priests, or you can let this murderous, uh, ravenous guy, was it Barbados, I think, or Barabas, or Barbasol? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Barbasol. <laughs> Bar- Barbasol. Um, yeah, yeah, Barbasol. Yeah, Barbasol. You know, go ahead. Who has the worst teeth I've ever seen in my life? Dear God. Um, <laughs> you know what? You can let him go. I'm sure he's going to kill and rape, you know, 16 people in the next 10 minutes. You can let him go, or you can let Jesus oh, go, and, who's not going to do much. Ah, oh, and Barbasol is like, like half an inch from like licking Pontius Pilate's ear. He's like, yeah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> They had your salad toss their ponches. <laughs> is it wrong? I think he might be my favorite character. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, brevity is definitely in his favor. That's so, for sure. So Jesus uh, upset the temple or this guy who wore a fir- uh, person's head as a hat through six states. Which one do we let go? <laughs> let Garland Green go. Yeah. <laughs> and they let Garland Green go. But you know what? I've I've seen the justice system in America. I feel like this is probably accurate. It probably can't be much worse, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, totally. Message totally. for you, sir. <laughs> Message? Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, they're basically like, all right, cool, fine. And they're like, yeah, set the murderer free and crucify this hippie. Yeah. Woo! And uh, basically Pontius is like, all right, all right, calm down, guys. Look, I'll punish him. Now I'll have my guys, you know, really fuck him up, but I'm not going to kill him. And they're like, what? Oh, this is crazy. Man, like, all right, yeah, take bullshit. him away. And then, yeah, this is where we uh, we get the first insane uh, torture scene. Oh, uh, they, God. Uh, what, what, what do you guys want to want to take this part? Oh, uh, this is uh, so they they get him in the middle of like an arena, yeah. And everybody's watching, and um, yeah, they start flogging him with various devices. This is where it becomes super BDSM. Like we got like we're gonna beat him with sticks, and then we're gonna beat him with a cat of nine tails. It's got like some Catwoman like <laughs> fingernails <laughs> stuck to it. Halle Berry uh, was in then, the background <laughs> with right? her Catwoman. <laughs> And then this is where uh, all the Roman dudes start putting in their uh, their fucking Starbucks orders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dolce Venti, yeah. I like the guy <laughs> running this little torture thing. He was mad when, when the, the one guard slammed his fist down on the table. Like, hey, 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 there's blood everywhere, but don't put your fist on my table, okay? Don't do that. I got paperwork. <laughs> well, that's my table. It was made by a pretty decent carpenter. What? It's this guy. Oh shit! Yeah, well, well, you gotta have the uh, note taker there to know how many times this dude's been whipped. <gasps> oh, oh shit! Oh god! Maybe that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Jesus's table they were using and the chair that the main guy was sitting oh. in. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah. they stole Jesus's invention. <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't want him hitting the table. I can't get another one of these. We're killing the guy. Damn it! Yeah, we're gonna flog this guy to death. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene, they, they're, like, following behind and, like, I don't, you know, watching it, like, as close as they can. They're, they're like, uh, uh, what, what's her name? Claudia, Pontius Pilate's wife, like, brings her, uh, she brings him a pile of, like, white cloth, and I'm like, oh, is this supposed to be, like, the Shroud of Turin or something like that? Because that would make it completely inhistorically accurate. Which, which I then looked up Is that what they were kind of and... referring to? No, 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 because no, no, they no, end up no, using no. them as sponges later. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what we they're thought. They're brawny wipes. Yeah. And so uh, during this next, like, I don't know, seven days of whipping, um, oh. I was Googling about the Shred- Shroud of Torin, which was much more fascinating. Uh, it was dated back to the 12th century. Oh. Uh, it was most likely medieval. And uh, basically, like, a bunch of people are, like, tried to bring up claims like, nope, nope, that was wrong, that was wrong, but nothing's been able to be proven, test, uh, you know conclusively except for the one test that it was from 12th century the first ever mention of it in recorded history is from 1390 and it's saying that it's a fake fake <laughs> news a, the first time fake it's news. mentioned is a priest says oh these dudes are trying to sell basically like oh these dudes are trying to sell the uh the you know jesus's death shroud but this is obviously a fake next you're going to tell me jesus's foreskin at the vatican is fake too oh. it's not at the vatican and it's at two churches in italy who get a lot of foreskin has it. oh here's a here's a pretty well endowed man um yeah. oh guys if you want to go down a super fun rabbit hole you look up the catholic relics they are bits of body body parts of saints, and people buy, sell, and trade them. Oh, that sounds they awful. Put, oh, they put them on display. There's like heads of like pious nuns. There's like fingernails and like hair and like yeah, like bones. And to have like a piece of a saint is like like puts you like really in God's good graces. Apparently, it's it's great. It's one of my favorite parts of like. Between the just the saints in general, their whole thing in Catholicism is great. I I'm kind of shocked, Izzy, that you said you know you kind of refer to like religious zealots don't believe in science. I'm kind of shocked by that. I mean, come on. I th- you know with well, the whole I mean, shroud. Look, I went and like kissed the head of a 200 year old dead nun. So I like why do I need science? Uh, I literally we literally have a museum 45 minutes away from my house. That's by a subculture of Christianity. I don't know what it is, but it literally has uh, Noah's Ark. They recreated it. And yeah, we they have dinosaurs in so there. Bad. Yeah, they yeah, have we're, dinosaurs we're... and humans together. That's yeah. uh, that's the one where, like, a year after they built it, they uh, they sued the construction company for water damage, right? Yeah, because it flooded. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> So, originally, the idea was that they were building this Noah's Ark, and I'm not kidding you, they were going to put, like, a wave pole, like, um, water park out in front of it. They didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I want this to happen. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much a joke around here, but... My wife at Christmas time, because everybody was locked down, uh, she or pandemic, and she's like, "Hey, they have like Christmas lights on, uh, like they did a Christmas light display, and it's social distancing. You can, it's all on the outside, and then inside you can go uh, of Noah's Ark." And she's like, "Well, we got nothing else to do. You want to go?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can handle this." She looked it up. It was like fifty dollars per person to walk through. I was like, "No, we are not spending two hundred dollars to walk it's through this." It's a fifty dollar donation, Jason. Uh huh. Sure, sure. Uh, we need another. Well, look, Jason, do you want to buy yourself into heaven or not? <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> we need we we need the life size Mothra uh, statue over there. We need it's fifty dollars a person. Sorry, we need to add that. Jason, but yeah. w- yes. w- pinching pennies like that is never going to get you into Scientologist heaven. Damn it. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. So. 
Uh, so yeah, so after working the back and the front of Jesus with uh, yeah. various weapons of destruction. Oh Jesus, um, this this goes on way too fucking long. Yeah, but uh, but then Powder shows back up uh, yeah. in his black robe, and oh. uh, this time he's got a creepy little baby with him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got his creepy child. <laughs> that baby freaked me out. It was like a garbage pail kid. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a, a subtle like Clint Eastwood cameo on that baby face. Get <laughs> 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 me Scott Con. He's not here available, sir. Get me Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they yeah, eventually like one of the Roman guys come in come in, like stops and like, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? I said I said to rough him up, not kill him. Get him the fuck out of here. And then they like drag him off and there's like a trail of blood behind him. Look guys, this is going to be a running theme for the next 45 minutes of this movie. I don't think the human body holds this much blood. Like, no. All right, let's start the drinking game. How many times does Jesus pass out? Oh, oh 17. Well, I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, that Christ. sounds accurate. Yeah, but like, I swear to God, two thirds of this movie is his eyes rolling back and just falling backwards. And it's like, we fucking get it. You know, my thought is, too, like, Jim Caviezel is, at the time, was a decently known actor. You know, like, people knew him. He wasn't a huge star, but he was decent. But, like, outside of a few flashbacks, he didn't really say much. I mean, you could have put pretty much anybody in the role, and it would have been fine. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, when your main character could be replaced by, like, a well-trained chimp... I don't think this is a, is a great movie. If it was a monkey just passing out the whole time, is this Amy. the same movie? Dustin Amy, gets crucified. Lunch, no fighting. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Live, oh. sword, die, sword. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Oh my god. Eat of this banana. It <laughs> is my body. I mean, By the way, he's making the arm motion. Yeah, of course I am. Have I, I have to. Hell, this is the monkey going to Sad gorilla. Sad gorilla. <laughs> Ugly, ugly. Oh, ugly. A that's priest. what it was. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ugly baby. Ugly baby. Ugly, ugly baby. <laughs> Wild powder. But anyway. I, I was watching this. I was like, they literally could have anybody in that role. You could have Kirk Cameron in that role. All this guy, all they're doing is whipping uh, him, and he's going to pass out. I mean, that's it. Too, Kirk Cameron was too busy making those Left Behind movies. Oh, think, Jesus, so. yes. Did you guys ever do Saving Christmas? Kirk Cameron nope. saves Christmas. Nope. No, but we've done Left Behind 2, Tribulation Force. And oh. Left Behind. Okay. All the Left Behinds. Yeah, both the Left Behinds. That's right. Good old Nicolas Cage. I have a request at Christmas time. Can you please have me on for Kirk Cameron saving Christmas? Please. It sure is, was. Well, Steve, I think I'm going to be sick that day. It is <laughs> the greatest, most awful thing you will ever see. And it's only like an hour and 15 minutes. I mean, is, is, it, is that the one with the dance off at the end? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I have seen that, and I was like, "All right, I may have to watch this eventually." <laughs> just to talk about I will that. Be All with right. You. Which is better, that or Santa with muscles? Well, I mean, Santa with muscles, obviously. I would watch Santa with muscles. <laughs> I would. Or Santa Slay. Santa Slay. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry to go off rails yeah. here, but he gets uh, whipped where a were lot. We? 
he gets whipped. Yeah, he gets whipped a lot, and his mom and girlfriend mop up the blood, and they yeah. uh, they throw a crown of thorns on him. Blah blah blah. Uh, then we get a flashback to I don't know Jesus drawing a line in the sand, and uh, we realize this is where I, I guess is this where he drew the line in the sand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, I, I swear the exact same Jewish priests or whatever are like standing ten feet back and throwing rocks at him and blah blah blah. But it's like, no, no, this is how we're gonna work that scene in where he saved Mary Magdalene from getting stoned by saying, "Be the, you know, it was a who who among you is without sin? Let them cast the first stone." That whole thing. But it's this this part's actually done pretty well, except for I don't know, just the framing of it's a little weird. We we finally get like some decent Monica Bellucci shots. Yeah. But don't worry, that'll end. <laughs> we also, so this is part of the movie where we start getting flashbacks that are completely pointless. I mean, like, as he's walking, he's having flashbacks babe, where he just, like, looks around a forest and then he flashes back. Babe, if you're going to have a Jesus movie that's just about the last ten minutes of the movie, you have to have all the all the famous stories done in flashback. Well, no, but, all right, so there, but no, there were a bunch of flashbacks that was literally <laughs> just a flashback to him like standing alone not saying anything and then it flashes back and it's like what fucking story was that i don't see any lions i don't see any angels that are actually like seven golden circles with a million eyes and like 11 wings i i don't see any snakes i don't see any lepers i don't i don't see any baptists i'm sorry we should have done jesus month first because i know the trials of jesus jesus aren't nearly as exciting as the trials of hercules but still (laughs) there isn't a story about jesus fighting the lion of Hakamathram or whatever and you know killing a wild boar or he throws know, a bear to the moon doesn't he I think the one time <laughs> oh Jesus yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. doesn't Jesus lay down with like lions and lambs or something whoa what <laughs> I didn't know he was in that bestiality stuff yeah it was like a weird threesome and nobody got eaten it was weird and like a miracle Hit us up at Untidy Venus. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I think oh, in the movie, you listen to this and you don't know I'm a godless fucking heathen, then get a different podcast. Come on. Like Hobie. Come to Hobie. Yeah, at Bad Ideas Podcast. They never say anything sacrilegious. We're a history we're podcast. <laughs> um, it was at this point that I was really questioning my life choices. Um, so... Um, Are you off the bike at this point? I was off the bike at this point. This was okay, day two. Okay, so that's a real long workout. Um, this was day two, um, okay. or day three. I don't even know. Um, I, I watched this movie over three days. Uh, at one point, I actually had to turn it off because I couldn't watch it and do and do any exercising on the bike because I was too depressed. I noticed my speed was going down like really, really slow, and I was like, well, it's "Just because you had that boner off. from all that whipping, but." Oh. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'll be honest, I was going in and out like, what the hell am I watching? Like, I don't remember it being this bad. So, so weirdly, I had the opposite thought. I had been told, like, how, how horrible and gruesome it is, and I don't do torture porn. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not my thing. I don't watch The Hills Have Eyes. I don't watch the Saw movies. I don't do any of that. And so, like, I was bracing myself self for, like, season five of, like, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you brace yourself for that, then this movie's nothing. <laughs> See, I was obs- I thought it was worse than I remember. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, you know, it's not great, but, you know, it's pretty brutal. I'm watching it, like, a couple days ago. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't keep watching this part right now. I got to turn it off. And maybe I just got old. 
Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I was just like, there, there, there weren't like a lot of entrails. At least that was nice. He was just sort of. Oh, know, Jason, know? I think yes. I know what it is. What? You've got kids now, don't you? Yeah, I do have kids. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that yeah. This this really plays with the the parent emotions and stuff. Yes, in this one, and, so. and especially like the part parts we're getting to, they really yeah, yeah, start yeah. playing up Mary. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is why people were saying this is a must-see movie because they were like, what if this was my child? And I don't think that way with movies. I never, even if it's somebody I actually know in a movie or TV show, I completely disassociate. You know what? I don't know. Stephen was the kid aspect of it. May it, it could have been. I'm not doubting that because you know I can cry at anything. Like I saw Raya and the Re- Last Dragon last week, and my God, I was crying because the one baby didn't have a mom because she was stoned already, like in stone. I'm like, oh my God. But uh, maybe. Oh, I have to ask. Somebody told me that movie is about lesbians. Is that movie about lesbians? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, nice. <laughs> again, <laughs> to digress. Here we go. So. I watched it. We all watched it as a family movie. I loved it. Loved it a lot. Check out re, uh, review on nerdly.co.uk. Anyways, um, so I loved the movie. And after the movie ended, I looked at my wife. I was like, they were lesbians, right? And she's like, what? I don't get that at all. I'm like, no, no, I think they're lesbians, which is fine. I mean, I don't care, but it, it was definitely yeah. the tone. I literally get a text from my brother a day later. He watched it. And he's a huge Disney fan. He's like, they're lesbians, right? My nephew texts me. Texts me. He's like, Great movie, blah blah blah. They're lesbians, right? I was like, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was the, it's, it's the second, uh, second lesbian, lesbian Disney, Disney princess. princess. Yeah. yeah. Next to Elsa. Uh, no, Milan. She's the first one because she actually says, "I never want to see another naked man again." Oh, okay. So there's three. There's three because Elsa is supposedly one too. Oh. oh uh, this is the first one with like a girlfriend, is what I was told. I have not seen it. She's hey, babe, not have, you, a... have you seen Frozen? I have not seen Frozen. Neither have I, so... Frozen's we don't have there. kids. People cram... Like, we're trying to cram it down our throats and saying it's the greatest movie of all time, and that completely turns Steve and I off. We want the we want the questionable ones. Guess who has seen Black Cauldron? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been ages since I saw that. I, I thought I liked it when it's, I was a kid. Yeah, no, it's... Here's the thing. People say, like, it's one of the worst Disney movies of all time, and uh, I will argue that they have not seen... Uh, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang recently, but oh. um, <laughs> the Devil and Max Devlin. The Devil and Max Devlin, yes. Uh, but it's, Mars the thing Mars. is, it's just not that exciting. Mm-hmm. Like for for a, especially for like a sword and magic movie, it's it's just fine. So Raya and Last Dragon doesn't like they're not dating in it or anything, but like there's definitely subtle hints throughout it that they probably are, you know, together at some point or will be. I, I, at least I think so. Well, I yeah, yeah. When, when they play softball and, uh, you know, <laughs> one of them pulls out the scissors, it's a subtle kind of. Uh, yeah, and and I will say Frozen is not a bad movie at all. Um, I really enjoyed it. Frozen 2 is awful. I'm sure it's great. Frozen 2 is awful. Um, oh. Frozen I mean, was they, different. They all, the, the sequels can't constantly keep getting better like it's a Fast and Furious franchise. True, true. And, like, the sequel to Passion of the Christ is not going to be as good. Jesus' Revenge. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I've already got Robert Rodriguez on to direct. And... Yeah! <laughs> I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick some ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Okay, Jesus. With the late Roddy Piper up? as Jesus? <laughs> Maybe. Jesus comes to Frogtown. Yeah, oh. I'd watch the shit out of that. 
so yeah, where were we? Oh yeah, so yeah, they clean up after him. Uh, they they drag Jesus' bloody ass back to, uh, you know, the, the crowd, and basically like, look, look, we we really fucked this guy up. Isn't that enough? We don't need to kill him. And they're like, no, crucify him! Ah! And then like they start like attacking some guards or something, and so Poncho's like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, here have some water oh no that's right he like washes his hands in the water and then we get a flashback to the last supper where yeah he's just staring at people like izzy was saying and then we cut back and he's like i wash my hands of this fool but i'll crucify him for you why not he said it he said it is that like the michael scott from the office saying no offense but like just because you say no offense, Pontius, it doesn't mean that you're not responsible for this. You saying I wash my hands of this doesn't mean that you're free. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. No, it's the uh, the Ivan Drago version of it where he washes his hands and says, "Look, we're gonna crucify him. If he dies, he dies. He dies. I don't, if dies. he dies, he dies." Oh shit! Dolph Lundgren is Pontius Pilate. Shit yeah! <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> They did get a pretty good asshole type of actor to do this role, too, of Punch's pilot. Like, I thought he was pretty much an asshole throughout it. I'm like, oh, good for you. Nice acting. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. I, I, I feel like they wanted, like, Ed Harris to be in the role or something, but he was like, no, pass. But, you know, they found, like, a, a version of him. Well, because, uh, I mean, it might be a fun fact, but controversially, uh, they wanted Punch's pilot to be a sympathetic character and for the real villains to be the jewish temple yeah well oh god that's right i remember mentioning this last night we were watching jason statham as paul just oh no no don't drag him into this shit don't worry hobbs is coming into this later too (laughs) because then we get oh no no you can't you can't have Dwayne the rock johnson as jesus yeah there's nobody's gonna believe that guy didn't eat for 40 days in the desert yeah (laughs) paul walker Oh, oh maybe that actually would have been pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get his brother. He's got to throw the beard on him, and yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, so yeah, so yeah, basically, it's like here, Jesus. Do you, now you gotta take your cross up the hill for us, and then we're gonna hang you from it, or you know, uh, nail you up there. Blah, and now blah, blah. we begin the passing out of Jesus's. Yep. So yeah, he carries the cross through the crowd. Uh, Mary's kind of following behind, and so is Powder. And, I need to yeah. see my son. And yeah, Powder's just like, hey, hey, hey. Powder doesn't have his kid anymore. He must have dropped him off at daycare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, get, they grow up so fast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're like whipping him as he's carrying it. And I'm like, what the fuck, guys? This, this, again, this is just wasting your day. Exactly. Do you want to have to carry it up the hill? Come on. Yeah. You and know, the- this is what my part came into. Like, and obviously, you know, in the story, Jesus has this, uh, you know, he has to suffer. He has to die for him to be reborn. That's the story of the Bible. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. at this point, like, wouldn't you just fall to the ground and say, fuck you, you can carry, you know, you guys can carry the crucifix. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to be whipping me anyway, so just yeah. fucking kill me here in the street, whipping me yeah. to death or whatever. I, oh, oh no, you're not going to nail my hands to a piece of wood and perch oh. me up like a scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I'm like, no, go screw yourself. Here's your crucifix. You carry it, you jackass. Dead weight, dead weight. Yeah. Right? I'm going to make it... As, as I've told Steve many times, they'll never take me alive. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, babe, it's just a speeding ticket. Calm down. Yeah. We're going. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so eventually Jesus gets, like, too fucked up to walk. And then uh, they're basically, like, looking in the crowd and, like, you, come help him. And then out comes Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> ah! Like, wait, you say he gets to a point where he can't walk anymore. It's like 40 fucking minutes later. Oh, this yeah. is where I was yeah. screaming, just die already. Oh, it was, those, it was tough. Those of you listening who haven't gotten the hint, Izzy did not care for this movie oh, one bit. And I just had, I just remembered too, while I was screaming, just die already, Steve leaned over and goes, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, don't ruin it. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is also uh, when Izzy mentioned uh, this movie passed the Bechtel test. Yes, this movie now passes the Bechtel test because we're gonna cut to a woman doing her laundry who hears the screams of the crowd. Her child, her daughter, runs out to her and hugs her, and she says, "Quiet, quiet." They have a conversation not involving a man. Yeah, so this now don't passes... fret. Or, yeah, don't said. fret. This now passes the Bechtel test. Two words, like Jesus wept. They said, "Don't fret," and now they pass the Bechtel test. You know, we should have seen bad things coming from Mel Gibson. That maybe he wasn't the nicest guy in Hollywood, uh, just by this movie alone, right? Like the choices he made directing this, oh, right? But this, this was the truest telling of the Bible. And what were you saying, people in Utah were saying that it should be mandatory viewing oh, yeah. in school? It was it, oh, like there. My God. Uh, I was I, I was in college at this point, but it was basically like on the news all the time, where it was like, should schools, uh, uh, you know, force kids to watch this movie because it's so important and blah blah blah. And it was like, wait, what? Really? What is going no. on in Utah? What do you think's going on in Utah, Jason? Like <laughs> to this day, almost. You know, this was 15 years ago before all them Californians moved in. Ah, oh, ruin it, ruin well, it the re- state. I remember again, you know, my co-host Jeff saying that they would just bring churches would bring buses of people in to watch it. Yeah. And it's like, again, I don't care what your religious affiliation is, but at the same time, I'm like. Uh, this is not good filmmaking, like, to show everybody, right? Like, there's a, like you said, it's torture porn. I don't think 90-year-old, uh, you know, Bet- Bethany over there is really wanting to watch this, right? Well, so uh, no, so here's the thing. Like, being from California, where, you know, it's re- especially, you know, relative, well, was relatively, you know, left. This was marketed in California as a historically accurate version of the Bible. So a bunch of people went to go see it. Like, oh, let's see. Like, hey, the, you know, the guy from Lethal Weapon uh, is going to make a movie. About, <laughs> totally not in this movie. But Danny is Glover? Gonna, is, <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, that would be great. Is make it, it, you know, made a historically accurate. Let's go see it. And then people went and saw it a couple of times because it was like, huh, that's weird. This doesn't even feel like the Bible telling of it. No, I, I yeah. think I think I know why they really wanted to do it in California because it's the religious version of that uh, blood on the tracks or whatever that you watch when you uh, go to driver's ed class. Oh, <laughs> oh, red asphalt. Yeah, yeah, red asphalt. That. Oh, that. yeah. All right, I gotta ask, what version of Red Asphalt did you guys watch? I think mine was Blood on the Tracks because it was mostly about like train tracks and stuff like that. (laughs) But it was like, yeah, look both ways and you know all that. Drive safely, basically. But that's how they got the, uh, you know, the footage of like the cars being hit by trains and then the bloody aftermath and all that. Ours was Red Asphalt twenty two, 
Ooh. And I remember very distinctly because everybody screamed, what? And our teacher, Mr. Yu, had to pause it. And that was the first day of watching the movie was us discussing where are the other 22 versions. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys get pizza ordered to and eat during it? Because that's what they did for us. Yeah. yeah. They ordered uh, food for us. No. no. What did we? We were going to have... We had healthy snacks because because the teacher who taught it, Mr. Yu, Mr. Umbayashi, was super, super awesome. He was like one of the best teachers. Um, he was also the basketball coach. He also was born with like a hole in his heart and had really bad uh, heart disease. So we always had like, he always promoted like healthy snacks and he actually like ended up passing away at like 35. Oh, shit. Wow. So we had healthy snacks and he told us all about how salt will kill you. I'll, I'll be honest, a movie that has 270 whippings, Izzy just brought it down even more. Jeez, yeah, jeez. Well, because you were expecting Jesus to die, you weren't expecting the driver's head teacher to die. You know, never mind. I'll wait till, I'll <laughs> I'll wait till driver's head teacher to be in this movie. <laughs> Danny Glover. <laughs> That's who it was. Uh, uh, I'll, when I'll you wait... have a donkey pulling your carriage. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Danny, uh, you're... Co- your co-star uh, Mel Gibson's making a movie about Jesus. You want to be in it? I'm going to do Gone Fishing. I'll I'll talk to you guys. Yeah, you don't want no black boys. I, I think at this point he's doing Saw Three or whatever. Oh, that's right. He wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, similar career paths. Just he wasn't directing. You know. All right, you guys. Uh, you guys were together in Maverick for that one scene. What are you doing now? Oh yeah. <laughs> Ten I years love later. Maverick. Oh, Maverick's fucking amazing. It Maverick's is. Amazing. I'm not gonna lie, that might be my my favorite Mel Gibson movie. Uh, I like Signs, but that gets tough to watch more times you watch. <laughs> you and Steve, you and Look, Steve. Look, I, I like Signs like up movie. until the last ten minutes, and then I it just like completely falls on its ass. Nothing, nothing <laughs> about Signs. Nothing about Signs is good. I, Everything. I, see, I even like the line "Swing away, Meryl," because it it connects it back to you know him and the miners and all that. Um, you know, I don't have a whole problem with it, but like. It's slow. Like there are like when I've seen it probably oh, yeah. 15, 20 times now. And I think like over the years, like every time I watch, I enjoy it. But then I'm like, oh, this is long. Like this gets lo- it gets longer each time you watch it. This is another movie where I screamed at the TV. Just die. Already. <laughs> <laughs> if aliens came down to help Jesus at this point, it would have been awesome. I would have been OK with that. Oh yeah! Hey, hey guys, you know Joaquin Phoenix played Jesus like a year ago, right? Coming soon. All right. Anyway, back to <laughs> anyway. this nine-hour fucking movie. Look, just because you guys keep going on side missions, <laughs> that's why. It's because every side mission is better than this movie, Steve. My God. There's like five lines of script in this thing. So like, <laughs> Jesus. Literally, uh, Jesus. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, helps him carry the cross. Now, so, some big dude that actually does kind of look like it could be played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, helps him like lift the cross and take it. But yeah, they keep oh, whipping the Jesus. The guy who just and... came to market with his daughter. Yeah, his daughter's like crying, and he's like patting her, and uh, and, and the at this point, like the Roman guards seem drunk, and they're like, "You shut that girl up!" Actually, you don't help this guy. It's, Do... You can't help pick this guy up I... and. Uh, I don't know. They've been up all night beating the shit out of this guy. So they're like, did I see you at CrossFit? Get up here. I saw you at CrossFit yesterday. Get up here. Bro, do you even CrossFit? Come on, come carry me. Here, swing these ropes. And yeah, and then that guy's like, 
all right, I just want everybody to know I'm an innocent man who's going to carry the the cross of a fucking felon. I don't even know who this guy is. Oh, yep. So, yeah, they basically make their way up the so hill. Now they've recruited Little John. Yeah, yeah, Little John basically helps Jesus get to the top. Um, and the whole way, yeah, they just keep whipping Jesus and he keeps passing out like a dozen times. Oh, and Little John's like, and... do you want to carry this? Do you want to carry this? Stop whipping him. Yeah. Or I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yep. He he gets sick of it after a while, just like everybody in the audience know. Uh, so yeah, then they uh, drop he drops off Jesus in the cross, and uh, uh, Mom Mary and Mary Magdalene make it <laughs> join the party up there at the top of the hill. Yeah, it's gonna be um, a kegger. There's a... two other guys who are gonna get uh, who are getting crucified. No, yeah, well, of course. Yeah. It's a crucifixion. Yeah. Then we get a flashback to the Last Supper. Oh, psych! We're going back to Jesus being whipped. And then yeah. it, basically they just like intercut the Last Supper with him like being nailed to the cross and stuff like just to draw it out even more. Steve, is um, it a is, is it is it gauche to bring a crudite to a crucifixion? And you get have um, snacks if you're gonna have a party. I, no, is that what is that, is that what a crudite is? A crudite, yeah, it's the. Little... I, I thought that was like overthrowing the military or something. You know when you get the little bruschettas on toast, but it's not tomatoes; it's other stuff. That's a crudite. Oh, okay um yeah it's a little gauche <laughs> so uh, but uh in, in the uh in honor of stretching out this movie even more oh jesus they have to stretch out <laughs> jesus's arm yeah. to nail it into the pre-cut holes for oh, the nails doesn't Pontius Pilate show show him how to do it oh come on you gotta yeah. do this and pop his arm out of the socket i don't think it was Pontius. I, I, wait was it Pontius or was it, was it the the malicus guy from her I don't no, know. I think it was Pontius because so like Pontius is like, let's just get this over with. Yeah, he's like, come on, come on, guys, I want to collect my check. Come on, come on, we've we've been Jim whipping Cavizio him for like days now. Thing. <laughs> Can we get this and then, over with? No, I was gonna say Jim Cavizio was saying the same thing. Can we get this over with, Can't, please? <laughs> I don't want to have to do another day getting this makeup. Yeah, and then I swear at this point when they're like nailing him to the cross, like the music from Braveheart is playing. Yeah, it's weirdly, it's like, it's very much the music you would, you would play, like, when a husband returns from war back to his family, but, yeah. like, it's wild. <laughs> it's from the dying. Patriot or something. Like, like, yeah, it's... <laughs> the, the music, the music cues, like, make it sound like something good is happening? Well, he um, is being reunited with his father. And he's, I mean, and he's getting reborn. Right? <laughs> Isn't this where the clouds, like, it starts getting dark overhead, too? Like when he's dying, the the clouds get dark. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, when they do finally get him uh, up on the cross or whatever, and he's like, oh, "Why have you forsaken me?" And then yeah, a storm rolls in, and um, and, yeah, I think a uh, creepy powder shows up again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is after they flopped his uh, his fucking crucifix around a couple of times that they've attached to it. Yeah, yeah. It and like. like Mary Magdalene, uh, Monica Bellucci is like, gets down on her hands and knees and is like, hi, I see you under there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them, father. And like the crows show up and a storm rolls in. Uh, the mom kisses his feet. Um, oh, and the crows in this movie too? Yeah. So weird. Eric oh, Bra- Brandon Lee is Jesus. Um, Steve, I, I would hate to tell you to watch that. The crow Please, and stop. Jesus. Yes. Well, I mean, save it for the sequel. There you go. Uh, yeah, he, he says something like, "Hey, thirst," and then, okay, 
when Jesus says he's thirsty after, you know, being whipped for like the last eight hours straight and put up on a cross in the, the heat of Jerusalem. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Jerusalem. yeah, sure. We'll get you some water. They like wet a sponge, put it on the end of the spear. I was totally waiting for them to like stab it in his neck or something. Oh, but then he would die and this movie would end in a timely manner. But yeah. no, we still have like 40 fucking minutes. No, there's like 10 or 15 at this point. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, waiting forsaken me. It is accomplished, and he finally dies, vacates his bowels all over his mother and girlfriend. No, wait, not that last part. But and then okay, and then yeah, the storm is rolled in, and there's like a single raindrop that falls, oh. and when it hits the ground, like an earthquake starts, and like splits the temple and soldiers are like ah what's happening ah, let's get the fuck out of here ah. and then they're like wait no he's dead ah, check him with the spear ah, they like stab jesus in the side and, and then they get sprayed with blood fucking like yeah there's apparently still several gallons of blood in this body to just <laughs> all over like the soldier how... fuck I like how the the villains or the soldiers or pre whatever they equated the temple with an earthquake with Jesus. Like that bastard, he he caused this. Wait a minute. Oh Damn well, it. because like through all this, that's right. That's a what that was one of his sins against the church was he said he could destroy the temple yes. and rebuild it in three days. Yeah. So now he's destroying the temple, but he's going to be dead, so we can't rebuild it. Or can he? anyway super jesus powers activate and then this is where like when this is all happening we then cut to you know the devil or powder or whatever (laughs) yeah where's powder now just looking up and screaming into the sky and it's like wait where is he and i believe when i asked where he was steve said i don't know the dead donkey's anus yeah yeah donkey's (laughs) anus yeah that's what it looks like it reminded yeah. me of uh, the bad guy in the Mortal Kombat movie screaming at the end. Remember? Delcon. Yes. Yeah, the head stretches. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to explode like thunder at the end of Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, that'd have been great. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't it have been better like when the, the temple broke in half? Like you see the priest look at the camera and go, wah, wah. <laughs> Just give a little shrug and then the music from Curb Your Enthusiasm you starts. <laughs> Maybe we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah. So they take Jesus down and we see the, we cut to like the bloody tools and like the nails and the crown of thorns like four times, yeah. I swear. Yeah. And well, then, because, because uh, yeah, the, yeah, two, Dose Marys pull him down and they're cleaning, <laughs> cleaning up his body. And uh, yeah, they've removed all his hardware. And then uh, Mother Mary, you know, she's holding holding the corpse of her child and then breaks the fourth wall like a motherfucker staring right at all the paying customers like, yeah, you sat through this whole thing. <laughs> you did this to my child. Fade to black. And then... And then, exactly, I was like, oh, shit, there's a post-credit thing here. Three days later, apparently, uh, they reopen. Oh, sorry. Oh, what? What? Thanos arrives, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) And Jesus shows up, puts his hand in the gauntlet, says, I'm going to have to do everything myself. (laughs) No, No, but yeah, three days later, we're opening up the cave tomb of Christ, and he's there, pristine looking. And he took his diaper off. He is oh, yeah. naked. Oh, he's naked. And uh, yeah, he stands up. He's got the hole in his hands. 
walks, you know, stage right and is ready to exact vengeance. Yeah. But roll credits. We don't get to see that part. <laughs> Did you stay for the whole credit? So at the end it says, Jesus will return. Did you see that? And oh, it was a sequel. Oh, sorry. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he will return in the Holy Avengers. <laughs> you know, the rumor was that Mel Gibson for a while was looking at making a sequel to this. Oh, of course. Well, well, well spoiler alert, it made him a lot of money. I'd make a yeah. sequel too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wasn't. It wouldn't be as exciting because no one gets whipped in the next one. <laughs> it's just Jesus going around you, saying, "See, I told you." No, this I'm time Jesus does the whipping. Oh, it's like Gandhi too. Yeah. Gandhi too, the Gandhining. Jason, Izzy, would you recommend the Passion of the Christ? Fuck no. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> How about you, Izzy? Not if it was the last movie on Earth. Oh wow. Nope. Even worse than Gem and the Holograms? I will watch Gem and the Holograms oh, for real instead of watching this again. Oh, must have hit a sore spot. Steve, I will watch Bucky Larson Born to be a porn oh, star before oh, I watch this At again. regular speed. At regular speed. Whoa. Because oh, 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 that I know will end in like an hour and ten minutes. So, this, I think I lost like 22 years. Like, I don't think I can have children anymore. So um, this, this week this, I had to watch... Passion of the Christ, Star Trek The Next Generation, the the pilot episode, which was like 16 hours long. Then I had to watch Sky Sharks, about Nazis riding sharks in the sky attacking people. Nazi zombies, <laughs> I should say. And Coming to America, the sequel. And I have to say, Sky Sharks was the best movie I watched this week. <laughs> How dare you? Coming to America is amazing. What? The new one? Yes! I liked no. it. So good! No. Oh, Wesley Snipes like, being himself. Oh. It wasn't offensive or like horribly bad, but I was bored. It's PG 13. Oh. Yeah. I was bored. Like, I, I thought the best part yeah. was Randy Watson's sexual chocolate. I thought that was humorous at the end. I mean, I get where they were going, but I was like, this is not. I, like, the jokes were falling for me. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, okay, I, I have to ask. Were you expecting? Okay, <laughs> I I was expecting uh, the 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 son and the daughter to end up hooking up yes. because because Leslie Jones early on says, "Oh yeah, I was a hoe back in the day." That yes. whole thing. Yeah. I was expecting the son to actually be the son of the Soul Glow guy. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Yeah, See- but but that didn't happen. I was expecting the same thing. I was expecting the son and daughter to hook up and, you know, eventually learn that the son is not really Eddie Murphy's kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, oh, yeah, I'll take you on as my, you know, take on your family and all mm-hmm. that because, you know, Soul Glow guy, I don't know, died in a horrific Pepsi commercial accident or something. But... <laughs> Soul Glow. Yeah, my... I looked at the Soul Glow guy. Apparently wants nothing to do with that franchise. Eric LaSalle, psh. What the fuck's he done? Anyway. ER. <laughs> sorry. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that a donkey noise? What was that? <laughs> ER. ER. I, yeah. So I, <laughs> it was, I keep saying this. It was a weird week for me uh, <laughs> for the movies I watched. And I was Welcome just like, world, my friend, <laughs> <laughs> so many podcasts this week, so many bad movies and pilots of Star Trek. Oh God. 
fucking cute. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. This, I think I would rather watch Star Trek Next Generation pilot above this movie. This might be the bottom of them all. Passion of the Christ. That's how bad I hated this movie. Oh, I can see, I can see that. Give that selection. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, I mean, it's one of those movies where it's like, God, it could have been done so much better if it were cut down to an hour and a half. And I, I don't know, like, like it was shot well at some points, but then other times it's like, we get it. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, there's no reason to watch this. There may be a better Jesus movie coming out later this month that you could watch instead. We're going to watch it all. And guess what? It's longer, but it feels shorter. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. That's right. Uh, But yeah, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, Mm -hmm. we have more beer. (gasps) Fun facts. And what we learn from (gasps) the Passion of the Christ. Hey everybody, join us on April 10th when we'll be hosting Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free, so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and I'd like a moment of your time to tell you about the fifth annual live stream for the cure. To do that, I brought along two people whom I couldn't do this event without Gerald Morris and Dan Brennick. Over the past four years, the live stream for the cure has raised over $30,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. That contribution is helping to fund research into cancer immunotherapy training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This year, we're aiming for our biggest goal yet as we try to raise $15,000 in 50 hours on the air. Tune in May 19th through the 23rd as we're joined live by podcasters and content creators from around the world. With your help, we can continue the fight for a future immune to cancer. Together, we can make a difference. Hey everybody, this is Jason and Jeff and Blake, and we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man, or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons, I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network. Or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. I'm Lucian Greaves of the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that have were added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, they get better every week. Yeah. I especially like that one about Podcart Fest coming up this Saturday, April 10th. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, Jason, have you heard about Podcart Fest? I have heard about it, but please, 
share share what it is. Oh, well, it's just an online celebration of podcasting and artists during these rough times. It's a basically a virtual art festival where we'll have a live stream going on with a special guest and, of course, giveaways courtesy of the History of Bad Ideas podcast. <gasps> Hell yeah, we got Fortnite Funko Pops. Yeah, that's what they are. Uh, and other Funko Pops to give away, not just Fortnite, so just to let you guys know. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you letting me clear out our basement. Uh, and we got several of them given away. So there you go. Yeah, we'll also have uh, incredible live Q&A sessions with uh, comedian and uh, creator of Stand Against Evil, Dana Gould. Uh, star of Stand Against Evil and comedian, uh, Janet Varney. Yeah. Uh, good friend of the podcast and director, writer, producer, Brian Trenchard-Smith. And like dozens of incredible artists. Uh, they're selling their wares and giving full demonstrations. It's going to be great. That's April 10th. Coming up in like three or four days from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific. Check it out. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Oh, yeah. At PodcartFest. P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It'll have all the links. It's going to be great. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. After plugging all that shit, I'm, whew, I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Oh. Can we fix that? Uh, looks like we can, because from Uinta Brewing, we have their yard sale winter lager. Yes, yard Woo! sale, in case you're looking for a table and chairs. Mm, maybe made by Jesus? Maybe. And uh, my top? Oh, his top. Nice. And the poor? This beer has a beautiful dark golden color. Yeah. It's got an off-white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. <laughs> those are going to linger a little longer because this actually has a malt content. Ah. Yeah. yeah, it's got a little bit of a hot profile, just like a little bit of like earthy and a touch of floral. Yeah. Um, very, very light. Steve's got in for the sip. Yeah, it's pretty malt forward, just like a nice little amber lager. There's like a little uh, little spice on there. God damn it, Pickles, you ugly cat. Pickles Cage has come to join us, and he's stepping right in the way of everything. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, you went to his yard sale winter lager. Check it out near you. Yeah, right. it's uh, delicious. Indeed. Uh, Jason, are you still drinking anything on your end? Uh, I just finished my second Truly. Uh, Ooh. Hard iced tea. I don't know if it's hard. It just says iced tea. It's like, I, I kind of like putting hard in front of it. It just makes it sound more manly. Uh, yeah. And this was raspberry. So. Ooh. How is that? Because raspberry can be rough. It's okay. Uh, see, I like, I, the lemon was good. And I'll be honest, like the lemon uh, tea, alcohol, whatever. It was like basically drinking iced tea. Like it definitely felt like iced tea. So you didn't notice right. it much. Uh, this one, you definitely feel raspberry. Uh, I like raspberry taste, so it's not horrible and not okay. bad, but it's just, eh, you're right. I mean, it, it can be overpowering. It, it isn't on this one, but it's not great either. All right. All right. They also have worth checking out. They also have peach, and I forget what the other one is upstairs, uh, but they have four different flavors in the pack. All right. Nice. Well, uh, I don't know. I are you guys interested in fun facts at all? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. They are. Ah! I'm guessing uh, the fun facts will be more fun than this movie. Oh, absolutely. I can guarantee they're more fun than this movie. <laughs> uh, mm. Rotten Tomatoes. 
Oh no. Jason, what do you think the critics thought of Rotten Tomatoes out of 100%? Have 100% for passion. And I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm Better going not be. I'm not. Uh I'm going ooh. See, I have two ways to go on this one that the critics will like it because, you know, it's about Jesus and, you know, got a theme, but then I could see people not liking it. I'm going in the middle. I'm going 51%. Is he? I remember everyone talked about this movie when it came out, just mm-hmm. absolutely everybody. Um, and then the backlash started to come out about just how anti-Semitic it was and how it wasn't actually true to history as it was promoted. But that also might have been my little microcosm. Um, but it's also been, what, 20 years since it came out? Uh, 17? Yeah, 17? 2004. So um, so I think people have caught on and now, now people know about Mel Gibson. Um, so I'm going to say 32. Ooh. It is 49% with the critics. Hey. So really? I guess Jason was closest, but nobody gives a fuck about the critics. <laughs> What's that audience score? Oh, God damn it. This is going to be artificially inflated. I'm going 89%, right? Uh, I'm going to say 92. Yeah. 80. All still, right. still pretty high. Still pretty high. Yeah. Huh. Uh, $30 million budget. <laughs> How much worldwide do you think this movie made? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, worldwide. Okay. I'm going, it's got to be over a billion, right? Uh, No, not it's quite. Not? Okay. It's $2,004. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going $560 million. Babe, higher or lower? Mm, higher. Izzy's right, $612.1 million, 20 times its budget. Did it make over $300 million in America? Yeah, yeah, $370.8 in the U.S. alone. Yeah. And guys, Mel Gibson's first choice for Jesus was Macaulay Culkin. What? Really? Yep. What? But apparently test footage deemed him too young looking to play Jesus. (laughs) Time out. They have test footage. Yep, <laughs> I, that was my question too. Like, where is this, and why is it not on like a Blu-ray or so, something? So, so Mac was was into this because he's sort of been in hiding. Yeah, Macaulay. Yeah, this would yeah. have been like his big like coming out like you know, after like was it Party Monster and stuff. But, yeah, like, return to big budget films. Oh shit! And, and Mel Gibson already worked with his brother Kieran or whatever yeah. in uh, Signs, Jason's uh, favorite yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other fun facts I have, let's see, yeah, uh, Maya Morgenstern, who played his mother, Mary Mother of Jesus, was only six years older than Jim Caviezel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jim Caviezel actually experienced a shoulder separation when the 150-pound cross uh, dropped on his shoulder. The scene is still in the movie, um, and it would usually take about 10 hours to put uh, Jim Caviezel into the scourged makeup, is what it says here. On some of those days, it would happen. The weather conditions turned out to be unsuitable for filming. So to avoid spending more hours and have it removed and reapplied the next day, he just kept it on and slept with uh, full makeup on. Hmm. He was also accidentally whipped and hung a few times, Hmm. as is tradition. Time out. Why why (laughs) is the crucifix 150 pounds that they're using in the movie? Because it's wood. Because it's It's, historically accurate. Solid oak. 
English about, oak there in Jerusalem. Wait. How about you make that a balsa wood for Jim Caviezel to carry, and then when you need the final shot, you make it real wood. I mean, because he's got to be in pain, and he's got to fucking yeah. I don't know. You struggle. just don't get it, Jason. You just don't get it. Oh wow, sorry. Because <laughs> Mel Gibson's like, look, when I was driving those cars in Mad Max, George Miller said, "No, we're not gonna half-ass these fucking things," <laughs> and now you're gonna do it too. Get over there, sugar tits. Make me some wooden crucifixes. He would say that on set, too. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's right. George Miller, the director of Mad Max and Happy Feet. And as I found out <laughs> earlier this uh, yesterday when we watched it, Witches of Eastwick. <laughs> yeah. The man's got range is all I'm saying. Oh, he yeah. did? He did Witches of Eastwick? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, watch it again. Uh, this film had more pre-ticket sales than any other film in history until 2015. Any guesses which movie beat it? Hmm. Is it something in the Marvel Universe? It is not. It's the other universe. I'm going to take myself away from this because I did see this when I was looking it up. Uh, All right. It was uh, Star... Oh, Star Trek. Or Star, Star Wars. Wars the Star Force Wars. Awakens. Yep. yep. The, the remake of the original, though. No. Uh, this is also the highest grossing foreign language or subtitled film in U.S. box office history. It's also the highest grossing religious film in uh, the world box office of all time and was the highest grossing R-rated film until 2016. 2016. Any guesses what beat that? Deadpool! Exactly. Ah. <laughs> Guess nice, what? Lizzie. People like nice. superheroes better than Jesus. That's right. Well, I mean, Jesus... Is Jesus technically a superhero movie? Yeah. I mean, look, anybody who can turn water into wine is a hero. Hell yeah. <laughs> I would say this is an origin film, right? Yeah, where's that guy in the MCU? <laughs> Martha. Now, Steve, I do have Mary. A... <laughs> What'd you say that name? Steve, I do have a question for you. What's that? This movie or the Jesus rolls? This movie. Absolutely. <laughs> the Passion of the Christ. Guys, don't fall for the Jesus rolls. It is horseshit. Steve's waited what, twelve years for the waited twelve years for the movie? Oh, or... <laughs> I think it was announced like five years ago or something. Yeah, yeah but you've been it. really waiting for for, oh, for a big Lebowski sequel. Yeah, yeah. this isn't that. <laughs> Guys, John Turturro should be sued by everybody. Didn't they Guys, make that? We couldn't finish it. What was that, Jason? They made it, right? They made that sequel? Yeah, oh, yeah. it was made and released in like it, like two weeks after the country shut down, and that's why nobody knows about it. Yeah, we and... paid like $3 to watch it. Yep. And we didn't finish it. Oh. Yep. Us. 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 Who gladly watched Passion of Christ. <laughs> Who gladly <laughs> watched Baby Ghost. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, Jason, Izzy, what did we learn from... The passion of the Christ. That I would rather watch a talking cat again than this uh, movie. Well, I mean, Eric Roberts. <laughs> One fucking day at a time. That's right. Just like the shirt says. <laughs> I'll tell you, I learned this, uh, that my uh, college professor was right. Because I took, I was a uh, minor in writing. And he said, if you ever want to write, uh, or write a book that sells well, make it religious. And it's true. Yeah make it it's oh, true. absolutely make a movie that's religious that's not decent but like just halfway appeases to people and people the religious zealots will pay a shit ton of money for it 
So yeah, it's, it's like lifetime one. movies. You got to hit the key points mm-hmm. and then, you know, boom, let that, let that, those uh, ducats roll in. I, I will say that God is dead with Kevin Sorbo is better than this film. I would much rather watch that movie. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> that's how bad this is. But that's mm-hmm. what I learned. Make a religious film to make money. Nice. Uh, well, I learned uh, apparently Jesus invented chairs. Yep, and then the Romans stole his idea. Well, I mean, I oh oh the the white man stealing from the black man. Oh, never oh, happened babe, before. Je- Jesus wait, is white. Wait, what? Obviously, these guys had like blonde <laughs> he hair. He was the boy from Frequency. Why yeah. are you even thinking? Yeah. Why oh, and Jesus have... is evil because he has fucking glowing red eyes and he's followed around by a fucking gimp and its baby. What? <laughs> That would be the title of our show. <laughs> How come Jesus didn't have blue eyes? That's what they always taught me, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, in uh, the first time I like noticed they were kind of orange, I'm like, oh man, maybe it popped like a blood vessel or something, yeah. and it's you know, supposed to be like the red thing. But no, it's like uh, throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. like even the flashbacks and stuff, it's like, oh, yep. yeah, it's supposed to be like. Hazel or auburn color or it's amber, the, the, eyes amber or yeah. the, the rarest eye color. And uh, I also learned if I'm ever carrying a cross and I'm too fucked up to walk, I just gotta ask for help from the rock. Yeah. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> well, Jason, Izzy, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, Jason, I understand you also have a podcast. Oh. Yes, I do. This is... <laughs> <laughs> he sounds completely defeated by it. I'm not kidding. This was rough. <laughs> no, I, I, I've enjoyed hanging out with you guys, and the podcast is great. But, oh, my God, that movie was rough. That almost did me in this week. It was a slog. <laughs> it just did me in. You know, and I don't think it helped that I, I went from Star Trek pilot to this, the Next Generation pilot to this. I felt like I watched those two movies, like those two things took like 87 hours combined. It was, oh man. I was uh, like, that's a lot of pompousness to like combine into one week. Uh, yeah. And, and I like Next Gen. Uh, Next Gen wouldn't have been bad. Um, I'm, I'm not a Star Trek fan. I've never seen Next Generation, but that was not a good pilot to start with, like to get people in. Like if you're trying to get me excited about Star Trek, that was not the episode to put as the first episode. So, but I digress. Yes. Uh, you can see me <laughs> and, uh, uh, my fellow podcast host on history of bad ideas every Tuesday night. We're a round table that discusses everything, pop culture and geek and do a top five list every week and talk about the box office news and world reports and, you know, have to take listener feedbacks and, uh, you know, kind of follow up on what stupid people do in the world. Steve and Izzy, you guys have been on the show many times. It's so, true. Uh, yeah, so Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter, History of Bad Ideas on Facebook, uh, and uh, pretty much any podcasting stuff uh, you can find us at. We're at episode, I don't know, almost 400 now. Which yeah, is it's like 380 something. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting there. Whew. So, and nice. I'll be at Podcast Art. I never say it right. Damn it. Podcast Fest. Podcast Fest. Thank you. <laughs> With Fortnite figures. Woo! That's right. And again, that's at Podcast Fest. P O D C A R T F E S T. This Saturday, April 10th. Woo! 
Babe, uh, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I, uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Etsy, Facebook, all of the fun places. Check out my Etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com. I have all kinds of fun stuff. And guess what? I'm going to have stuff at Podcart Fest! Yeah! Yeah! I got Mother's Day stuff, because, guys, Mother's Day is a coming. That's right. And uh, you want to treat your uh, you want to treat your mom better than Jesus treated Mary. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't don't die for Mother's Day. Go ahead and uh, <laughs> get her a nice gift. Check out my shop. But babe, if I didn't want to die on Mother's Day, should I wear a mask and keep my broke ass home? Yes. Okay. Yes, I I know things are rolling out. I know things are opening up, guys. We're surrounded by goddamn fucking morons who think this movie is the word of the Lord, and they don't think masks do anything. And that's why we're going to have to keep wearing all of our masks, because the people who paid billions of dollars to watch this movie don't believe in them. So wear your mask. But Jesus didn't wear a mask on the crucifix. Yeah, well, they kept whipping it off him. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yes, please They're wear like, your what mask. What the fuck? <laughs> please, please wear your mask. Please. Just stop. Please do it. That's all I am. Indeed. Um, and of course you can find us at everything I learned from movies on all your favorite podcatchers and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at E I L F movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Yeah. Podcast fest this Saturday. Be there. It's going to be fun. All right. And I guess, uh, until next time, I'm Steve and I'm Izzy. I'm Jason. And this is everything, everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. That song's in my head tonight. I'm gonna curse you guys. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'm gonna be laying there going, "Oh my god, no, no." <laughs> Lighting your way down on Baker Street Lighting your way